assistance that is needed. But yet, Democrats stood tall. We're going to fund this at FY23. We're not going to have draconian takes away, uh, such as uh, the uh, taking away of reproductive rights. Do you have 15 minutes? Mr. Speaker, I yield an additional 30 seconds to the gentleman. I thank the gentlewoman. We will not have the denying of reproductive rights, discriminating against people because of their LGBTQ+, or discriminating against them because of race, or of immigration, uh, immigrant status. We won't have any of those draconian provisions in there. And thank God uh, we will not have uh, the cuts that we have seen that would hurt the American people, hurt Texans, hurt Houstonians. The CR is the right way right now because we have no other door. And it'll be Democrats that will save America, save our 50 states, save Texas, save our city, save Houston. And I'm here today to ensure uh, that we move forward so that we can do what is right by the American people. With that, I yield back. The gentlelady yields back. I, I reserve. I recognize. I'm sorry. The gentlelady from Connecticut reserves. The gentlelady from Texas is recognized. I yield to the gentleman from Kentucky, the Chairman of Commerce, Justice, Science Subcommittee, and Dean of the House of Representatives, Mr. Rogers, for three minutes. The gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. Mr. Speaker, I want to thank uh, the gentlelady for yielding me this time. I rise today in strong support of the continuing resolution with government funding set to expire on Friday. This legislation is necessary to ensure we avoid a harmful government shutdown. There is no other option. The bill before us extends government funding until either January 19th or February 2nd, depending on the agency. It also includes temporary extensions for critical expiring programs, such as community health centers the National Flood Insurance Program, and others that are important to rural regions like Kentucky's 5th District. And on the heels of Veterans Day, it ensures that we continue providing critical resources to our military, defending America around the world, and takes care of our country's heroic veterans. While a CR is not my preferred method of conducting business, a government shutdown right before the holidays does our nations no good. We need more time to complete our fiscal 24 year, to give the House a better negotiating position with the Senate so we can eventually pass full year appropriations bills. I strong, strongly urge members to vote for this CR. Thank you, and I yield back. Okay, um, we're going to be covering this uh, live. It's Tuesday, 14 November, Year of Alert 2023. You're seeing they're actually voting on a series of amendments. They've put forward a, um, and I'll try to break this down for you. They've put forward a um, suspension of the rules. 
your calls in the Warren Posse uh, and and your effort in having people's back blocked blocked the uh, possibility of bringing this to the House in regular order. Now, of course, you remember you were promised regular order. Everybody, you know, this whole fight since January is regular order. Well, the regular order here, you blocked. What does that mean? That means go back to the drawing board and figure out why it was blocked. It's blocked because and have the, if the next person comes up, particularly um, if somebody just tell me if somebody else is up, I want to hear because they're, they're, they're bloviating on the floor right now. You need to hear this. The Democrats are 100 percent in back of the suspension of the rule. Remember, in suspension of the rule, for those of you keeping your civics notebook at home, you got, I think two-thirds of the House has to vote for it. It's an extraordinary measure. Very rarely done. And it's simple because of the, it's the, party, the party that's in the majority can't get it out of the Rules Committee to set a rule to have a debate to vote on the rule on the, on the floor. How are you ever going to get it two-thirds? How, how are you going to suspend and get two-thirds? Well, guess what? You've got to use the other party. That doesn't happen often. And why are we here? Because once again, we have said, unless there's a coming together and thinking like adults on this financial crisis of the $2 trillion of deficit from last year and going to be for this year again or more, the $1 trillion they're going to have to pay for interest or more, the 34th, we're at 34 rate, 35, 36 trillion dollars will be by next summer or, or, or September by fall when people are back. Has to be addressed. You just can't keep looking the way. The politics is totally, is totally disconnected from the, the reality of this republic. We have three sets of crises, and I'll leave aside the administrative state and the deep state, three set of crises pressing on us. An invasion of our country that's part of a global conflict and is being done consciously, number one, by people that are traitors to this country that have allowed it to happen and exacerbated and thought it through to, to allow it to happen. And then will dare you, oh my gosh, Trump's talking about putting in camps as the interim stage, get people out. You see that? It's already started. Number two is the fiscal crisis, which is inextricably linked to the first one. Number three is this geopolitical crisis, which is coming to your front door tomorrow because it's going to be in, it's going to be in Baghdad by the Bay, uh, San Francisco, the Bay Area, for tomorrow. Those three interlocking crises need to be addressed immediately. Need to be addressed immediately. And, 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 the, and the invasion of the border and the, and the funding in the CR and addressing massive cuts to discretionary spending. Massive cuts to discretionary spending. Everybody up here today, why the Democrats are going to vote? You can get all Democrats. Schumer loves it. McConnell loves it. Jeffries loves it. That should be enough for you to say, I don't think I like it. I don't know a lot about it, but I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to love it. This is beyond Mike Johnson. Because here's, here's what you're going to see, I think, 70 or 80 or 90, somewhere in that, maybe as low as 50. 
Republicans vote against us and they're going to say, no, we can't do this. This is madness. The argument for the Republicans is going to vote for it. And what Mike Johnson's team, who is still infested with McCarthyites, McCarthy staff, is I need more time. I need more time. No, brother, we're in a crisis. You've been here a couple of weeks. That's plenty enough. And you were here for all the fights. It's not like you just dropped in from, from Mars. You've been all part of this. You know exactly what the details are. You know exactly what the leverage points are. I don't want to hear, oh, we need more time. No, we don't need more time. It's called leverage. You have very few leverage points in this town, normally driven by uh, some sort of calendar or timing. We have one in front of us right now. At midnight on Friday, the regime runs out of money. This is not the end of the world. This is an opportunity to surface, to do two things, surface the issues that must be addressed and to unmask who's on your side and who's not on your side. And let's talk about that. We have a deeper problem than Speaker Mike Johnson and maybe his naivete or lack of, of understanding of how to negotiate or getting bad information. We now have, and this audience has to uh address a central problem, and that is engaging with, I don't want to say up in people's faces, but hey, you determine how you're going to do it, engage with the House members who many of you helped put there to inform them. Because here's what they're telling behind the scenes. This is what they're saying, that the moderates, they know they got a, we, we know we have a crisis. We know we want to deal with it. We have to deal with it, but you have to give us time to be able to prepare the folks at home. I don't buy that, but that's what they're saying. And, and if we have enough time, if we have enough time, you just got to give us time. If we have enough time, we'll be able to, when we come back to this two-phased approach in January and February, we'll have enough to build a consensus within our districts that people will have our back. And we can do both cuts and we can do both border security. You notice they don't say massive cuts and they don't say seal the border. Those two do not come out. In the reservoir or what they're drawing from, and I'm going to connect some dots. I don't want to play the videos because we got, we're going to go back live here for a second. Are they debating again? Am I having other speeches? Is this pure quiet? Right now they're, um, they're going through this amendments, a series of amendments. Then they're going to vote on this thing. Um, the vote will definitely take place, I think, during the two shows today. So we'll make sure we get it. Um, the, the pool they draw from, the other day, remember the vote? On the uh, funding, the FBI, remember the, the FBI building, 70 House Republicans voted for that, 70 Republicans. That's the pool of votes they think that they can always get to kind of block anything that's got to be done because those people are completely bought into the system. They're, they're completely bought into the system and don't want to disrupt anything. They pay, they're going to build a FBI headquarters uh, bigger than the Pentagon at tens of billions of dollars. And the uh, I tell you what, let's go to the floor. Let's hear what they got to say and we're going to come back. We're going to do a little producing as we go. Let's go to the floor and we'll come right back. When we're ready to go, we'll go. Just, I know, just... Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I understand MTG is on the watch list here at the War Room. People, you know, because of the McCarthy support. 
but she provided a service, and that service was, and it connects to the 70 that voted for the FBI, and that is they moved to impeach Mayorkas. And people may say, well, it wasn't thought through, it was half-baked, but she, she showed something quite important is that there's not even the votes to impeach Mayorkas. And, of course, they come up with all excuses. I want to follow regular order. I want to do it with the committees. But they, she basically, I don't know, it was eight votes short. Okay, at least eight votes short. And what she's going to show, I think she's going to continue to do this to show that you, you're, you're short there. That all feeds into the problem of even these moderates in this situation. You're going to have, I don't know, at least 100 and maybe more Republicans vote with the Democrats right here. This is not, and this is not a clean CR. We, we don't have to blow the brakes. We can do the brakes. We did? Okay, fine. Thank you, RAV. Rob Sig, Parker Sig. I must like the sound of my voice today. Um, this is not a clean CR. It's called a clean CR. It's a dirty CR. First off, it extends <laughs> to next September. The, it's just tucked in there. They, oh, we don't want to do an omnibus because the omnibus got too many things tucked in there. We're just going to do this clean CR and let's tuck a few things in. We're tucking in, I think the farm bill's in an extension, a one-year extension. To the, you know, it's got to be reauthorized or some technical thing. They've slipped the farm bill until next September. Let's put it right in the, let's come back from Labor Day when nobody's going to do anything uh, in the run-up to 2024. It'll be a firestorm all over. Uh, and I'm sure we're not going to extend it past that and dump it on President Trump's lap after he wins. By the way, these are just the amendments. I'm not sure we need this. And I just keep a hawk eye on this. We're, go we're going to do a series of amendments. They're going to vote, and then they're going to get to the big one. I will also tell you that the cake is baked here. The cake is baked. They know they got the votes. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value. Because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon. To 989898, receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. For the dirty CR. And here's the issue. The, th the theory of Mike Johnson and his team and it landed like a thud, not just with how freedom cars, but many other people, is that, okay, I inherited this. I didn't want to do this, but I need more time. I need more time. And I and today in the, in the conference, they were saying, you got to tell me, where, what hill are you going to die on? 
if we're going to do this, when are we going to do it? Where, border security, the c- massive cuts, the cuts in spending, when are we going to do it? Well, I need to January because i got to build a consensus. This is why it's quite important for the war room posse. We have to now educate. We have to educate because they still, many of the folks up there, particularly the country lawyers, do not understand the mathematics behind the crisis we face. To get the full impact of this, I want you to embrace the following. That this continuing resolution that essentially gets you through the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, because it's so important for these guys to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. Remember the nation's in a crisis. We have, did I ever mention that we have 8 million illegal aliens here in the country that have been invited by Biden? And I have a Republican report that it's going to cost a half a trillion dollars to house, feed, educate, health care of those. How's your health care rating? Your health care good? Well, if it's not, understand the illegal alien invaders got a, got a full ride here. A half a trillion dollars. I'm not sure, and the half a trillion dollars, I don't think, is already baked into the numbers. I don't think that that is done. He needs more time. And the more time is they're telling people, I, we need to build consensus in this conference. And the reason that we have we have um, uh, representatives in our majority that are exposed in California, in New York, other places where these, these Biden districts. Well, the Biden districts ain't Biden districts now because Biden's trailing everywhere, including the battleground states. So the Biden districts aren't even Biden districts anymore. It's also incumbent upon you, you have to go out and sell your vision of what's happening. I don't hear any of that from anybody. All I hear is this kind of naive nonsense. And you see the Democrats, if, you, if the Democrats came out today to the microphones and everything, we cannot, the CR we support because it doesn't have cuts. We do not support cuts and the American people can't take cuts. The federal spending is what's enslaving the American people. The theory of modern monetary theory didn't work out. And what there is a failure to grasp by these folks up here is that the scale, the the law of large numbers. By my calculation, uh, fiscal year ends September 30th. Everybody in the audience knows that. That's what we always use September 30th as as a leverage point, correct? Leverage, you have to have leverage points. October, already November, you know, mid-November right now, 45 days. The CR kicks it into January 1st, into the middle of January, and then to February, right? February 2nd. We will be negotiating, and that's going to be a firestorm and a cluster. In the fifth month of this fiscal year, still the spending of the the budget and the appropriations process for this because the Senate hasn't done their job. They haven't lifted a finger so far. And at least the House did some of the work. I think they've done seven of the of the 12 appropriations bills through regular order. And there's no massive cuts. There are cuts in, I think, three of those four bills. Think about this for a second. Three of the four bills, there's cuts. I think four of the, the bills are no cuts. And you've got Rob, Paul Rogers of Kentucky, and you've got these guys up there, the very deep voices, and they, you know, we need to make cuts. We need to make cuts. You either face this crisis or you don't. 
We need massive cuts. So we're going to be, and this thing's going to last till March. Write it down now in your number two pencil and hold me to it. The last time I looked, that is halfway through the fiscal year. Halfway through. Halfway through. We're going to be dealing with this year's budget. Guess what? Guess what? Wait for it. The process for the next year's should have already started. We'll be in the middle of it. And guess what that is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, with declining tax revenues and this spending bolted in. Guess what that deficit is going to be? Two trillion dollars. Guess what that interest is going to be? A trillion. You're like someone that's got a credit card problem that can barely make the minimum payment every month. And many of you know what that feels like, even from your younger days. Let's say you worked out your way out of it. But people remember, many people remember when they had these problems with credit cards, you can only make the minimum payment. Minimum payment, yet the face amount keeps going up because you're only making the minimum payment. Embrace the following. Every day when we're adding to this debt, okay, and the interest payments thereof, we will never pay off one penny of the face amount of this debt the more we add to it. It's now almost $34 trillion. Remember, it was only 33, was under, it was $33 trillion when uh, McCarthy approved the debt ceiling deal with no, no cap whatsoever on the spending. And uh, Mike Johnson said, I need to kick the can down the road. You've got to give me some negotiating leverage. Brother, it doesn't work like that. When you have these, when you have these nodes, when you have this ability to fight, when you have this ability and you have a clock ticking, their minds would be totally focused. This town is very unfocused right now. It's very unfocused because they know they're just going to kick the game. Government shutdown, government shutdown, government shutdown, government shutdown. CNN would got the clock and how many hours. Government shutdown. Bring it. You need to break the fever. Mike Johnson, you're, you're, you're on the clock now. I hate to say it, brother, with the, this debacle. And this is, this is a debacle. The righteous that have your back, you went around and specifically went around. You said, no, I don't think their judgment's right. My judgment's better. Because the rule was blocked. You were told, essentially by your conference and by, therefore, by this audience, that no, sir, we hear you what you have to say, but we don't agree with that, and we think you got to. We're going to block the rule; it ain't going to come for both. So you got to go back and retorque it. And what you did was to say, no, I'll go fully embrace. Hakeem Jeffries, I'll go fully embrace Mitch McConnell, I'll go fully embrace Chuck Schumer, and I'll go fully embrace Biden. You're being lauded, you're being lauded on CNN and MSNBC of a man of vision and a man of discernment. Brother, that is a negative sign. That is not a positive. I'm not trying to pile on you. They said, well, he's only been here a couple weeks. Okay, I don't want to hear that. So when you step in, you know, when you step into a command, hey, you got to deal with it as you got to deal with it. You've been here for all these fights. You're you're in this position because of these fights. It's not like you kind of dropped out, you know, 
you like uh, the um, the brother from another planet or whatever. Remember the thing, the guy fell in from Mars or something. You're not falling from Mars. You've been part of this. You know what to fight. You know why McCarthy got turfed out. Now it was because he was lying to everybody and did the debt deal, which is the original sin in this. And I understand you have a problem. The reservoir, the reservoir they have to thwart us is those 70, that basket of 70 that do not believe in disruption, that believe the system's working. I would just say, okay, tell me you just paid for billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars for an FBI headquarters. Tell me how that's all going to get paid. Tell me, tell me, I want all those people to answer me, hey, on the $2 trillion deficit, you just can't be adding these marginal projects. You can't add marginal projects or we can add marginal projects to get a $3 trillion deficit. And that day's coming. When you're going to scramble now to come up with a thousand dollars, a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars of cash money just to pay the interest on this. And I've told you, and I've told you, and I've told you it's going to be more than a trillion dollars. And I haven't been wrong on any of these numbers yet. Because people want to look at the basic, simple math. And also all this happy talk about, oh, well, we got to do this because we got to get to entitlements. The American people are never going to trust you to do any type of entitlement reform, tweaking, anything. And they shouldn't. Until you prove that you can handle the discretionary spending. Why should the American people get in a tiny uh, Social Security check and, and, and some Medicare? Why, why should they look at um, $100 billion going to Ukraine? And, and why should they take cuts when they see, uh, you know, a half a trillion dollars? A Republican report that a half a trillion dollars to house, feed, educate, and give medical care, full medical care, to illegal alien invaders. Why would they then sit there and go, okay, fine, you want to take my measly little, uh, uh, you know, uh, Social Security check and make sure I'm 80 before I can get it? Or you want to cut my Medicare? It doesn't work like that. And the American people are just going to sit there and go, no. The American people are quite reasonable if you approach them and say, hey, these are the actions we've taken. This is what we've done. And now we need to, to and we've taken care of our part that we could control. We've taken care of that. Now we have to have a, a adult conversation about how life is extended today and how people are healthier to later in life. And maybe and only maybe there's no lock guarantee on that. Because I think they distrust the political class. And one of the reasons they should distrust the political class is this situation, the invasion of the, uh, the country that we now find out is going to cost us a half a trillion dollars. And uh, they look around, they go, hang on, I'm underwriting everything. I got the Muslim Brotherhood Hamas guys in Qatar with $10 billion. I got all the golf hammers. They're all sitting around. They're in London in Belgravia buying places for 50 million bucks. I got guys, I got the CCP, the richest families in the world control the CCP. I'm underwriting all of it. I'm underwriting all of them. I'm underwriting all these potentates and dictators throughout the world that are living high on the hog. I got nothing. I get a $2,000, I get a $1,500 check from Social Security and the Cokes and everybody in the world, they're sitting there that check. We got to get that check because that getting that check is solves everything. The entitlement thing, we can't address, you know, all, up on that stage, the Keebler elves. Oh, we really need to get to entitlement for Chris Christie and Mike Pence with knitted brows, right? And, and, and neocon Nikki. 
we got to get to entitlements. Don't touch these entitlements. Don't touch these entitlements until you, you don't have enough balls to go look at the massive cuts. We need to have a debt commission. Okay, look, the math is not that complicated. We're not even going to get into calculus, okay, for all those that, that your palms get, get sweaty when you talk about mathematics. We're just going to keep it simple. The math here is quite simple. You got X amount of cash coming in, you got X amount of cash going out, and there's a gap. That's called a deficit. And the cash coming in keeps getting less and less. Why is that? Because the economy, although Biden and MSNBC and CNN tell me how great it is and how much tailwind we have, right? The lived experience is the woman on CNN says, hey, I ain't voting for Biden because I'm working three jobs and I'm, I'm not making it. That's the reality. And, and, and Mike Johnson, to sit here and think, I need more time. So, okay, Mike, so what you're telling me is that 75 days from now, Mike Johnson's coming back and it's going to be so hard on the budget cuts and it's going to be so hard on sealing the border and stopping and defunding everything. Don't even worry about the woke and weaponized. I'm talking about the two central crises we face. And you have, by the way, in the supplemental, no Ukraine money, not even any Israel money, not even dealing with the supplemental. So you continue that. So there'll be no Ukraine money. You'll seal the southern border and you're going to have large cuts to discretionary spending. That's what you're telling me you're going to come back in 75 days and do. Count me as a skeptic right now. Because the people that support you the most gave you the signal that with their with their representatives that, hey, you couldn't even get it to the floor in a rule. Normally you would say, OK, I hear my I hear my team. I hear my people on my back. Let me let me sit down and, and think about what are you saying? Hey, Mike, here's what we're saying. Cuts now. Border sealed now. Stick it to them. Get up in Schumer's face. Get in Hakeem Jeffries face. Get in Mitch McConnell's face and particularly get in the Biden regimes and say, no, it stops here. That's leadership. Not to go back and say, OK, I'm going to throw a long ball and you're not going to like it, but you got to give me time. No. Now you're on the clock, brother. Now you're on the clock. And I know you have a biblical worldview and I'm not trying to be cute or a wise guy in saying this. The book you ought to focus on, the part of the Bible you ought to focus right now is the last part, Revelations where it is revealed what an apocalypse looks like. Come and see. Come and see. We're going to take a short commercial break. There's a lot going on. There's a vote going on right now. And hey, folks, not just we man the ramparts. You're going to have to be teachers. You're going to have to lead these House members to face reality. Face reality or perish. Face reality or move on to something else. No more FBI headquarters, no no funding the woke and weaponized. They swear in 75 days, just need a little time. I just need to get Christmas under my belt. Got to look at my stocking. Got to see Santa. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. 
it's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Hey, remember, one of the reasons that this audience is so powerful and has become the um, one of the driving forces, if not just the MAGA movement, but the entire political process in this country and therefore the world, it's the reason... All these big shots, you're, you're, you know, I'm invited to do interviews like on the on the um, Showtime thing the other night, and, and they do clips all the time of what we say here. And, of course, they're out interviewing people, their books being written about the precinct strategy and the war and posse and all of it. Why? Because you're dedicated to save your country. You've put your country ahead of yourself in, in saving it. And this show is not entertainment. I understand that. It's a grind. And sometimes it's a real grind. But he who grinds best and he who grinds longest and he who refuses to quit wins and saving this country remember the fight is over when we say it's over and not until that moment it's one of the great lessons of trump trump went back to mar-a-lago and there's a bunch of stuff coming out in this jonathan carl book about the him starting a third party and president trump's on tape with carl saying i never did that with rana but that's We'll leave that for later. Important, but not the not today. Today we get to focus on the country's finances. The in having a partner's discussion, one of the things we tell you in the war room, we want to make sure you understand nomenclature, the language. What, what did these terms mean? We also want you to understand the statics and dynamics of process. What are the static parts and what are the dynamic parts? And critical path and process and procedure. Your power. The nation was galvanized in January, and that was the most technical fight ever. And every night on TV, it got huge ratings. President Trump was talking about everybody. Remember that fight of rules and regular order and single subject appropriations bills? Because people knew, this audience knew, to stop talking about limited government. And I don't have any more, no more politicians, particularly the 70 
and we'll put up the thing, the seven. I'm going to play one of the guys from Georgia, McCormick, that talked about this on some, some video he did for his constituents. That um, I don't want to hear any more talk about limited government, and I don't want to hear any more talk about fiscal responsibility. Limited government and fiscal responsibility are done in these trenches, the trenches we fight in now. And understanding process, procedure, critical paths, statics and dynamics, the nomenclature, the concepts informs you to connect uh, capital markets, the economy, the way things are financed back to the raw power that you see up here on, on Capitol Hill and over at the executive branch in the most powerful nation in mankind's history. More powerful than the Roman Republic, more powerful than the Roman Empire at the top of its game. More powerful than the Dutch, more powerful than the Spanish, more powerful than the British. The most powerful entity in the history of mankind. That's what you're fighting over. And you know something, and this is what you understand, that the political class still does not understand. This is one of the reasons I had the discussion with Raheem and everybody about England the other day. England and the Tories run around. They're, they're little games they're playing and 10 downing and all this stuff is totally, and we read the papers, is totally detached from the reality in the streets and the reality of what is happening to the United Kingdom. Totally detached. Completely detached. And here it's the same thing. Mike Johnson, and we have to help Mike Johnson. It's very easy to criticize now. It's very easy to say this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's over his head. He's a nice guy. He's a Christian constitutional lawyer. And Steve, you have said from day one, these constitutional lawyers are, are interesting fellows, right? Like Barack Obama and the Mike Johnsons of the world. But in a, in a dogfight to save your country when it's about money and power, quite frankly, they're not particularly relevant. We have to help Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson's a good man. And Mike Johnson may be a little bit over his head. And if that's the case, you know, he's on the clock now. Is his speakership going to last 100 days? He's asked for, he's been here a couple of weeks, he's asked for 75 to get into January, and then he's going to, that's the hill he's going to die on. He's going to fight there. I am not feeling it. And we'll go through that aspect of why I'm not feeling it. Here's the principal reason I'm not feeling it from the Republican conference. And people at home should, and we'll post this in Grace and Mo, if you can put it out right now, the 70, and this is a tell. With everything going on in the world and what's happening to our economy, these deficits, spending, and people talking about limited government, everything like that, the 70 that voted for the FBI headquarters is not a small thing because it's a, it's a small thing that reveals a lot. And it reveals that mentality that they think it's just fine. It's just about, oh, the FBI, and the FBI may be one or two bad apples. No, we have a systemic problem. The administrative state and its, its national security and law enforcement, the deep state, and how it's turned against the American people, and particularly it's turned against MAGA and Donald Trump and those people that are trying to sort things out in what used to be and was bequeathed to us a republic. That 70, once again, is the well. That's the well they can bring, and that's why Marjorie Taylor Greene, watch Marjorie Taylor Greene's fight. And, hey, maybe it was a little half-baked, and maybe it wasn't totally argued properly, but that's not really the point. The point is she's going to show you that even Mayorkas, Mayorkas, 
We have, he has allowed, he sat there and looked you in the eye time and time and time again and said, the border is secure. He gaslights you with every breath he takes. The border is secure. We have 8 million minimum illegal alien invaders in the country that they purposely gun decked the asylum regulations to allow in here. They have not deported anybody. And until it became panic mode into these sanctuary democratic cities, it was no big deal at all. And in Mallorcas, you can't even get an impeachment on Mallorcas to move it forward in a formal process and then to have the hearings. Oh, no, we need regular order. We need to we need to go back and do it the committees. If I believe that Daniel uh, Issa, Issa and these folks, you guys would have done it months ago. It's been sitting there, as she says, been gathering dust. What she's showing you and she's going to do it time and time again is that they're not the votes there to impeach these guys because the Republican conference doesn't have the stones to go forward. Look at Merrick Garland. How many of the 70, how many of the 70 that voted for a new FBI headquarters are going to vote to impeach Chris Ray or Merrick Garland? Oh, 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 yeah, one or two bad apples. Hey, maybe a couple, maybe a couple, three. But hey, 70 told you right there, they support, they support, they're all in for the system. They have no problem with the system. It's one or two bad apples. No, we're not talking about one or two bad apples. It's not about bad apples. This is about a systemic problem, an issue of the administrative state and the deep state. But let me go back to process, procedure, and critical path. At best case of what Johnson is setting up now, and and, and of course Hakeem Jeffries loves this, and of course McConnell loves this, because he's saving us from the the end-of-the-year omnibus. We're going to get into this, and you're going to burn the first half of the year, and you're still fighting over the budget for this year, and the other one's upon you. And the other one's upon you. Guess what the deficit's going to be? $2 trillion. And how are you going to finance it? I had an auction last week on bonds. Couldn't sell them. Scrambling around. Scrambling around. Chinese Communist Party said, I think I've got enough. Yet, yet. We can have, we can beg, we can send Merkel over, I mean, we send um, Yellen over, we can send uh, Blinken over, we can send the Commerce Secretary over, we can send them all over to China, just like the British when they first went there to kowtow, to be supplicants, to kowtow at the Imperial, at the Forbidden City, to kowtow to Xi, and have him come over now, a, a guy who is to bail him out. He's looking for a bailout. The article is looking for a bailout. The Ponzi scheme over there is kind of running its course. He needs, he needs some gap financing. He needs gap financing. The outrageous thing they put up, this uh, new TPP, I got an article up today. I put it up early this morning. Even that is so outrageous that we crushed their new version of the TPP. Oh, it's just going to be about getting standards and making sure all the sprockets can fit in each other and the widgets can fit. They had to pull that off. She, who has not only surrounding us and enveloping us, has hit us with chemical warfare. But you know what he's prepared to do? You know what he's prepared to do? He's prepared to say, hey, I was just, you know, uh, I was just kidding before, but I really mean it now. I'm really going to help you with fentanyl. Really going to help you. That's one of the top things. Really going to help you with fentanyl. You have to do two things. You have to say we're going to continue to couple and recouple the economy, and you're going to lead to that's going to get some capital market pressure off me so I can do some more financing to stop the collapse of my Ponzi scheme real estate markets over there. 
And so my banks don't collapse. You need to do, do that for me. You need to give me some AI help. I need, I need, uh, I need some partnership in, 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 in AI. I need, I need all this. Like he has big needs. He needs, he needs an embrace right now for the United States. He needs to recouple. Oh, and for that, I'll, I'll take the, uh, and, and no discussion. Oh, and I need, I need your reassertion. I need your reconfirm of one China policy that Taiwan's just a, a, a province that is, uh, and it's got bad behavior, but it's a province. It's just a province, one China. And in one China, I'm the, I'm the emperor. That's what you need to agree to. No talk at all about reparations on the bioweapon that they put out. No discussion about getting to the bottom of, of Wuhan and what happened there. No discussion of that. None. Zero. And no, that's the biological weapon they hit us with. And now they hit us with a chemical weapon. That chemical weapon would be fentanyl. And I got more information about the Chinese national, the CCP nationals up in Maine and other places buying up more farmland for what? For marijuana and who knows? They think they're turning the house potentially into meth labs. That's a chemical warfare attack. Fentanyl is a chemical warfare attack. It's a second opium war. The CCP remembers they got long memories. They say, hey, it was the 100 years of humiliation by the British and now the Americans, and uh, it's payback. And so we're, we're a supplicant and we're kowtowing to that. I get it. We're going to be up at 6-2, so this thing's going to go for a while, but we're going to report it. But it's, it's basically done. It's already baked. You're going to have, they're going to have uh, all the Democrats support it. And we'll find out how many Republicans don't. And we had 70 on the first CR. I think, excuse me, I think we had 70 on the death ceiling, and then we had 90 against the CR. Look, I would love to be able to get over the, the majority of the conference. And the question's got to be, yo, dude, it was supposed to be the Hassler rule. What happened there? We have to now be in an education mode. You have to be, you have to be, we have to be forward pressing on these congressmen to make sure they understand the crisis. They understand the scale of, and you're not going to be happy talked. You're not going to sit there with these RNC talking points and put up on Fox all the time, one after the other, after the other. Well, we can't have a government shutdown. We got to do the bang, bang, bang. No, I need to know where the massive cuts are in discretionary spending. How do we get to a balanced budget in a couple of years through these cuts, including defense? And how are you going to seal the border? And just wait on the deportation. Wait till Trump gets back. Just just seal the border. How are you going to stop it at eight million and not be to the fourteen million? How are you going to do that? You got to answer those two questions at a minimum. Oh, and no money for Ukraine, and any money for Israel has got to be paid for it, like up front by cutting some other spending. These are the basics. This is this is just rudimentary, and this is not complicated. Anytime you have a Timing device, you must use it to the max, Mike Johnson. You must use it to the max. You must squeeze the p- these people until they say, I can't take anymore. Jeffries is not your friend. McConnell's not your friend. Uh, Schumer's not your friend. The Biden regime's not your friend. And tonight on CNN, you're going to be called a man of vision and discernment and, and, a, and a potential statesman. Mike Johnson realized the gravity of the moment and stepped into the decision. That's all the serpent's tongue. You're a man with a biblical worldview. Come and see the destruction of the American Republic. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. 
and insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time-sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt dot com done with debt.com go there today action 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 stop the worrying take action stephen k Bath. understand the complexity of this and to understand um the connection between capital markets and uh this current fiasco and that's what it is here's why it's a fiasco people we live in a representative democracy we don't live in a pure democracy the founders understood that. The founders understood the, the framers being children of the Enlightenment understood the concept of balance from both the Greeks and the Romans. And they very much um, focused on the Roman Republic and, and, and also with the Greeks and the sense of balance. We are out of balance now. We don't have harmony and we don't have harmony. This is Damocles' sword that's overhead. Every decision going forward, I've told you this, every decision going forward is going to have this sword over our head of this massive debt that other folks before you came on the scene did and looked the other way and laughed and had this theory of modern monetary theory and just kind of, oh, this is great. We can pay for all this stuff. Well, we can't. We haven't. We have this magic money machine called the Federal Reserve that prints out fiat money that kind of pays for this. And as long as we're every transaction in the world, whether it's a drug deal in Thailand or giving to a charity in France, has to be converted into, if it's out, if it's traded across the, the border, it has to be traded out, you know, petro, petroleum resource, all of it has to be traded into dollars, turned into dollars before you can c- c- clear the trade. It's the greatest export we have. Just like it, the British pound, just like uh, when Spain controlled the silver mines in South America. When they were the empires of the world, their currency was the currency of the day, the currency of commerce. That's what the prime reserve currency is. You have to understand it is the dollar and it can go away and it's going away as the world rapidly tries to de-dollarize. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it's happening and it's happening quickly because the central banks in the world led by CCP and Biden are asking, why are you buying gold? I'm working on a central bank digital currency. Why are you buying gold at record rates? Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Uh, this vote's going on now for the rule. It may end before the end of five o'clock hour, but we're going to continue on the six o'clock hour with the coverage of all this. I want to bring in Mike Lindell. Mike, um, they're in a courtroom in New York. President Trump's putting on his defense, which I think could take a couple of weeks, my understanding. Not that the judge is paying any attention to it, but they're trying to bankrupt Trump, strip him of his business in Manhattan, and they're trying to strip you of your business in Minnesota. Tell us how it's going today on our counteraction. 
Yeah, and uh, and I was just with our real president yesterday all day, and he uh, and the media has just been hammering me today, Steve. Um, I hear you were in Mar-a-Lago with the president. I'm going, you know, like we had some secret meeting. Um, you know, and uh, but uh, everybody's been. I just wanted to get on and tell everyone that War Room Posse now has become our number one supporter in the country, Steve. We're so grateful to uh, the War Room Posse, and this time they've attacked my pillow. The media doesn't let up. They just, you know, now they're calling me all day about that just because I said hello to our great real president. And uh, so what we're doing to fight back, these are the my pillows we make. You know, we have uh, that we manufacture 100% in the USA. And what we're running... Right now, we're going to run the uh, our Black Friday specials a week early for the War Room Posse. We're going to start with the Giza Dream bed sheets, the sheets that made us famous. They're on sale, everybody, the queen size for $89.98. For the War Room Posse, take off an extra $30, $59.98. King size regularly, $159 on sale for $99 everywhere in the country. For the War Room Posse, $69.98. Promo code War Room. 800-873-1062. You guys are the number one people calling my call center, too. The co they love it. You're keeping them, keeping their phones phones lit up. 800-873-1062. There you see it, everybody. That's one of our Black Friday specials. The queen-size pillows for $19.98. Get them for all your family, yes. everybody. $19.98 for the queen-size. King-size, just $10 more. The best gift is the gift of sleep. They make the best Christmas presents ever. For twenty less than $20, you're getting the queen-size MyPillow, the lowest in history. And uh, we're running all these for the war room. We're going to run it all the way through Cyber Monday for two weeks. But right now, get them, all the slippers, everything else, all the blankets, uh, comforters. We have over 240 products we put on sale for the War Room Posse. And Steve, congratulations. You guys are number one. My pillow thanks each and every one of you out there the, in this time of trouble that we've been in. We want to keep hammering. It's uh, it's mypillow.com, promo code War Room, or call the number 800-873-1062. Uh, Make sure you call that today and keep those operators fully so you keep those operators up. Mike Lindell, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing from you tomorrow, and uh, glad you had a good time with the real president, brother. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. He's a good spirit. He, he says, Mike, my polls are up. Every time they attack, they keep going up. I go, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, it was a great time down there. He's uh, um, And uh, they keep attacking, but everybody out there, we're all in this together, and we're going to get through, and we're going to save our country. Thank you, brother. Look forward for tomorrow. Okay, the vote is in. It passed 336 to 95. The uh, 209 Democrats, I think they got 212, 209 Democrats, 95 Republicans. So the first time on the debt ceiling, we had 70 that voted no. On the CR, the last time we had 90, we had 95 Republicans. So that's a base to start with. 127, 127 Republicans voted for this. There's simply no excuse. You can see right now, this is why the rule couldn't pass. He threw the ball downfield to do an extraordinary effort, which was to suspend the rules. You need two-thirds, and obviously he got over two-thirds. But 336 to 95, or get, once they suspended the rule, 336 to 95, 95 Republicans 
voted no for the CR. And Mike Johnson says, I need 75 to 100 days to get ready for this. I don't buy that. Not for one second. You've got to stand and fight when you have the opportunity to stand and fight. You cannot allow these leverage points to go to get away. This is how we got to the situation of $34 trillion. Think about it. It's not $34 trillion and we're at a balanced budget. It's not $32 trillion that we have a budget surplus. It's $34 trillion. We have a $2 trillion every 12-month deficit, and there's no plan. And for all the happy talk, you know, Biden's thing showed he's going to do $9 trillion. That's all, that's all nonsense. It's all out-year nonsense. Short commercial break. We're going to come back. I'm going to drill down this even more on the action plan going forward. And today, which turned into WWE up on Capitol Hill, we're going to get into all of it next in the war room. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 